0: Tell me something. You can go anywhere.
1: Another timeline. Another universe. So why do you want to stay and fight to save this one? Because this is the world where my mom lives. I'm not going to lose her again. Has a pattern that it can't help reliving. Different people, different worlds drawn to each other like magnets. My face. So, my face. If you were to go into the past, I have no idea what the consequences can be. Bruce, I could fix things. You could also destroy everything. This can't be happening. I completely broke the universe. Sarge, we've been waiting for you. I created a world with no metahumans. And now there's no one to defend us. Want some help? You're you are, yeah. I'm Batman. If I can't undo what I did. If I can't get back, there might not be a future. What's the play? Batman, what do we do? We try not to die. It's not Clark. My name is Kara. I well, we're Barry. Barry, what are you doing? Our kids are going to want to see this.
2: Welcome to the Strange Harbors Podcast, a weekly discussion of film, television, and pop culture. My name is Jeff Zhang, and tonight I'm joined by Amir Turek. And Derek Wong. So this week we are talking about the long-anticipated, off-delayed, semi-swan song of the DC Extended Universe, Andy Muschietti's The Flash. The film stars Ezra Miller, Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, Sasha Kaye, and Michael Shannon. A lot of people are saying this is the final film of the DC EU as we know it, closing out Zack Snyder's universe that debuted all the way back in 2013 with Man of Steel. But That's also not quite true because we still have Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom in December, before we finally transition into James Gunn's new rebooted DC universe. I totally forgot that movie existed, by the way. (laughs) I have seen zero things about it, and, I mean, it's coming out at the end of the year. You'd think we'd get some, like, production stills or something, but I don't know. I just feel like the marketing has been off on these movies. I don't know if people actually still care about them. This movie, The Flash, really underperformed at the box office. It's looking out to be a huge bomb, so there goes our summer box office predictions yet again (laughs) i feel like every week we're talking about our predictions and every week it's not good for us
1: (laughs) yep we are very bad at that game
0: i'm the worst i put it the highest (laughs) i put it as number three guys let's remind everybody on that but i guess before we talk about the movie i think it'd be appropriate to talk a little bit about build up to this movie i mean all the things that we've heard about ezra miller as a person but then also the weird marketing hype that this movie got in the months leading up to it it deceived me to think that this movie was going to be a huge hit where do you guys want to start with that i don't know if i can talk about that without giving
2: away my opinion on the movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay let's lay out facts right first of all let's just talk about the whole ezra miller of it all right like we've talked about it already on this podcast where you know they were very much accused but then also found were they ever found guilty of
2: kidnapping they were not found guilty of kidnapping and even the assault that was caught on camera but i think pretty much it's been confirmed that they did those things like the court of public opinion i think has already come to the conclusion that They actually did those things. So it's not like, oh, alleged. You know what I mean?
0: The other part of it is this weird, like I said, hype machine, right? We got Tom Cruise reportedly demanding to see this movie and then praising it. James Gunn saying it's, of course, he's going to say it, but it's the best superhero movie he's ever seen. And then you got Stephen King, who tweeted about how amazing The Flash was. It's kind of weird of these people not really associated with this movie coming to bat for it, you know, even before it premiered. That was kind of strange. And it all did smell a little like a publicity stunt. You know, it reeked of tampering a little bit. But yeah, I think that partially plays into some of the deceit and the hype of thinking that this movie was going to be really good
2: yeah the whole situation just kind of smells you know like you said tom cruise Stephen king edgar wright even coming out to bat for this movie saying it's incredible you deserve to see it on the big screen it's the best superhero movie in years come on guys this has never happened with any other superhero movie even like the good ones so i can see why james gunn did it right because He's the steward of the new universe. He's going to go
1: work for DC, exactly. Yeah,
2: so Warner Brothers is like, hey, you better gas up this movie if you want this job. So he's like, okay, fine, whatever. I'm going to be like very enthusiastic about this movie. Whatever. I'll gas it up. So I can't really blame him. He's the steward of the new universe, the new rebooted universe. He's got to play his part. You know, He's got to be the good soldier and hype up one of the last movies in this dying franchise, right? But the other people, I don't
1: know. <laughs> Yeah, Stephen King, that's fucking weird.
2: Yeah, and he prefaced his tweet by saying, Oh, I don't even like superhero movies, but this is the one. You know, that's what he said. I don't think I can go further into this without giving away my opinion on this movie. I mean, how are your screening experiences?
1: I just went earlier today uh, after work. So for me, it wasn't super busy. It's in the middle of the week when we're recording this, and there's plenty of space. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would say that uh, I think I might have had more people in my little mermaid screening on the second week than I had in this in the first weekend. And I saw it in the middle of the day on like a Saturday. It should have been full. At least more than what I had, but it was a little surprising how many people were not in the theater.
2: I mean, I can't really tell because I was at a press screening, which was pretty much a full house. It's pretty indicative of the last couple of screenings I've been to where it's dead quiet, even though it was a full house. But here I could actually kind of understand why. <laughs> but I also had a weird experience because when I came out a couple of days later, someone was like, Hey, by the way, if you saw the movie before this date, you did not see the correct ending to this movie because they hid the correct ending for the public release. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? They screened the movie for critics, for the press, and then they didn't give us the real ending. I mean, I was not about to, like, go see this movie again. So I was definitely trying to figure out whether I actually got the right ending. Uh-huh. So I still don't know if I got the right ending. Well, we will talk about the ending yeah, later. We'll, and we'll figure it.
0: out if you got the right ending.
2: <laughs> we'll talk about it. So I will probably confirm tonight whether I got the right ending or not. But I asked a bunch of people, and they said that I probably made the cut off and I got the correct ending. Oh, but okay. I can't really tell for sure. Like it would be more interesting if you didn't, because I want to know.
0: know what is yeah, the wrong I ending. Know what <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> like what did they show for the wrong ending?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm very curious.
0: Uh, Jeff, I need you to run back in time and go <laughs> earlier to make sure you see the false ending.
1: What about Andy Muschietti?
0: I mean, It, right?
1: Both of them, right? Yeah. Both of the new It's, and then I didn't see this, but the 2013 Mama.
2: No, I definitely didn't see that. I like the first part of It, It Chapter 1. I didn't mm-hmm. like the second one. And Mama's okay. That's an okay horror movie. I don't know. I feel like he's got some horror chops. It Chapter 1 and 2 are very mainstream horror. He's got an eye for it. I'm cautiously on the side of liking Andy Muschetti stuff.
1: Would you say that this movie's also a horror
2: movie? Uh, In a different way. It's (laughs) a real life horror. (laughs) I mean, I've
0: seen both It's 2. I haven't seen Mama, but I generally agree with Jeff. I like the first one. It made me excited to actually watch the second one, but I think the second one was a little bit of a letdown. I don't think it entirely works narratively, the second one. Yeah, Um, I don't think it does So... And I will say a lot of credit also has to go to Bill Skarsgård. Like, I think a lot of credit does go with him and his ability to, like, really capture this terrifying creature that is Pennywise. Yeah, he's great. If you were to remove that from the equation, would those movies be as good? I don't know. But I think that does play a factor also. Jeff, I think you've been priming us (laughs) this whole time, not wanting to give your opinion away. What did you think of
2: The Flash? All right. So when I came out of the theater, I was... Amazed, shocked, blown away, stunned, floored by how fucking terrible this movie was. (laughs) This was so fucking bad. It was so awful. This is probably the worst superhero movie I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen... Some really bad ones laid out. What is it worse than? Yeah, worse than the competition. <laughs> yeah, like what is? Well, what are it's the competition? For sure, worse than Quantum and it's for sure worse than really? Wonder Woman 1984.
0: Absolutely.
2: Wow. wow. Okay. I think there's a thematic bankruptcy to this that is not present in any other superhero movie, and this movie looks.
1: So bad. It looks really bad. Yeah, yeah I gotta. It with looks that, unfortunately. so bad.
2: Something like Quantum Mania. It looks bad, but in a very generic, sludgy Marvel CGI way, which is not inoffensive because it fucking hurts the eyes too. But this is like two and a half hours face down in the Uncanny Valley. <laughs> You're just bolted into your seat, and you just gotta watch these rubbery ass fucking CGI faces. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it looks cheap or not done or, like, they didn't figure out the technology yet. It's just bizarre. They went back in time to make the CGI in this movie. They went back 20 years ago and they could not get it right. It's fucking awful, man.
0: All right, Amir, then what did you think of it?
1: I didn't think it was as bad as Jeff did. I thought it was pretty bad, but (laughs) I didn't think this was, like, clearly worse than Wonder Woman. I do think Quantum Mania is probably better than this, but I'm not as down on it as Jeff is. And what surprised me is when I went to the uh, critics, I went to Rotten Tomatoes. This is a 66% over 318 reviews. Is that surprising
0: in a good way? or sp- I can't tell. Surprising in a good way? Like, I'm surprised oh, okay. that
1: many people really liked this so much because I thought that the. Th- you thought this would be like in the 30s or something. Oh, yeah. I thought this was going to be a complete bot, right? Like, no one's going to see it. I don't see how critics could have liked it. Like, I'm shocked it's not rotten. The audience score is 84% somehow. So like people are liking this way more than I am. And I'm kind of wondering what I'm missing.
2: I don't know. I couldn't tell you. It's so
0: baffling to me. Okay, so I'm gonna agree with both of you. But I, I think I'm mostly in line with Amir here. I don't think it's the worst. I do agree. Wonder Woman 1984 is still worse, in my opinion. I still think Thor The Dark World is worse than this. No uh, way! <laughs> I no hate way. that movie so much. No, the understand? Dark World
1: looks a lot better than this does. That's true. Founds. Okay, that's true. That's true. But This movie is shockingly ugly. This
0: was bad. I remember talking about this movie when we were doing our box office prediction. And I was like, this is going to be the movie that hits that nostalgia factor, right? Like bringing back Keaton as Batman. Even that didn't work for me. Like, I don't think that his inclusion in this movie was earned I think that he himself is kind of phoning in this role a little bit. Absolutely. I think the line deliveries are just terrible. Like some of these nostalgic line deliveries are just cringe. Even like the introduction of Supergirl didn't completely work for me. Like this new character that if this world were to go on, like hopefully would maybe spring into her own movies. But even her character was very lacking to me. Like I think nothing really
1: quite works Agreed, nothing works and you hit the nail on the head when you said unearned everything in this movie is completely fucking unearned
2: so this is why i hate this movie more than any of the other bad superhero movies i feel like all the other bad ones you're like okay they kind of care about the character they just made some really bad choices and they really just didn't work out I feel like nobody gave a shit in this movie about anything. They're just fucking darts on a wall, cameos, just weird decisions that don't make any narrative sense, the way it looks so bad. Everything screams that they just did not care about this movie. It just doesn't seem like they did. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean?
1: I don't know if it's lack of care. It's incredibly... I almost don't want to call it a movie. It's so disjointed and strange. All the choices are just so bizarre. It it seems like there was no overall cohesive creative vision, right? I don't know. They were mandated to include all of these things. It's like, okay, we're going to use this movie to wrap up this universe, do a bunch of cameos, tie our continuity together, and like the mechanism is going to be the Flash's super speed thing. Which has like... A precedent in comic and comic book shows. It's not like that's crazy, but none of it works. Yeah,
2: I mean, there are people who are like, "Oh, there's an emotional arc," and Barry's story is actually great if you think about it, and like it makes sense for the character. But this is also like the awful magic trick of this movie, where the things that you seem like you care about in this movie, they're not from this movie. They're transferred from, like, other versions of the character that you know from elsewhere. Like the CW show, the Flashpoint comic, I don't know, the other comic books that you've read as The Flash, Crisis on Infinite Earth, all that stuff. You're transferring your feelings for those things into this movie, which has not earned any of it, right? Like, I like Ezra Miller as The Flash in the Justice League movie, especially the Snyder cut, right? But... They have not established that character in any way for me to care about what happens in this movie. This Nora Allen thing, you know, trying to save his mom, I don't give a shit about that. You get five minutes in the Justice League movie where the dad's not even played by the same actor anymore. Ron Livingston replaced Billy Crudup, you know? And that's just not enough for me to, like, latch onto this character in any way. For them to breeze through this origin story again.
1: Eh. Had enough of a fucking origin story. Yeah, I'm okay, I'm with, okay with that. But everything else is so rotten around it. The mom and dad stuff worked for me, too, honestly. It was fine. I think the movie starts really, really rocky. Like, I kind of hate his coworkers and, like, yeah. the Iris West thing is weird. And, like, I hate the whole first part of this movie. It's awful.
2: People are like, oh, the first part's the best, and then it flies no. off the rails. I'm like, nah, dude, it flies. off no. the rails it's the
1: opposite. from the very beginning. I think it was awful in the beginning, and then there's some bits towards the middle and end that I like a little more, maybe. But yeah, I, I think, think the beginning me, is really sour. Um, I, I don't like it.
0: Yeah, the beginning does not work for me. Like The action sequence at the beginning of the movie, I think, is just terrible. So it looks
1: awful, but I'll defend it in that I did think the baby in the microwave thing was kind of just funny in a bizarre way. I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to be, but it just looked like shit. Right, like, It looked so yeah. bad. It's just the shitty-looking universe version of a speedster scene, right? Like, it's really, really bad. I don't know if they were like, we don't have the money to do this right, so let's do this in like a, kind of like a stylized, over-CGI way or something. But, like, if you're going to do that, you've got to go, like, I don't know, fall on Speed Racer, like make it a cartoon, you know? Which they didn't do.
2: Yeah, I mean, awful. people are like, oh, but the Batman chase is great. No, the Batman chase sucked, too rubbery-ass Stretch Armstrong Batman flying down the highway. It looks so fake. It's not great.
0: I guess before we dive too much into spoilers, should we just
1: give, like, a really brief synopsis? I'll try. Let's see. Barry Allen is the Flash superhero. He works as a forensic scientist in a lab, and he got his powers when a bolt of lightning struck some chemicals in the lab and gave him the powers of super speed, which he can use to save people's lives or whatever. We've seen him before in a bunch of these other movies in this DC universe. Um, He's in the Justice League movies. And so this is his first sort of starring solo movie. And we find out that his dad is in prison for having supposedly murdered his mom. Barry believes he's innocent. So his defining trauma is, you know, losing his mom and his dad in the same night. And so he pals around with Batman and does a couple of like kind of odd jobs for him. And then he finds out somehow that his super speed allows him to go faster than the speed of light. And so he can time travel. And so then he's tempted, of course, to use this time travel ability to go and fix the past to make his mom live again and prevent his dad from going to jail forever. He does that, and in doing so, starts to sort of unravel the time stream. What he ends up doing is he ends up in a different universe where his mom is indeed alive, but there's no superheroes to save the world. And so he ends up, as he's doing his time thing, he's attacked by some kind of time I don't know, monster guy. And so he's unable to complete his journey back from the past, back to his own present. And so he ends up in the past. He ends up instead of, I don't know, we're supposed to assume he's what, in his like 20s or something like that? He ends up being 18 in a universe where his mom is still alive. And so he runs into an earlier version of himself who's 18 years old. And at this time, when he's 18, General Zod, the alien villain from the Superman movies, he's an evil Kryptonian with superpowers. He's coming to attack the Earth. In this universe, there's no superheroes to defend against this. Barry teams up with his younger self to go find what superheroes might exist in this universe to try and repel this invasion and eventually somehow get back to his own time.
2: That's basically it. That's basically it. pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah.
0: Good job, Amir. (laughs) Now that we're going to full spoilers, and I think I have a little different take than what you said, Jeff, earlier. I do agree partially that if you're not a fan of, the flash like you don't know the flash's story then this doesn't really work yes there is some like baggage because i think there are a lot of different mediums out there that you could have maybe heard the flash's story already and i think the biggest one the last almost decade is the cw show i do think this movie suffers from the fact that that show did this story
2: much better yeah it a lot better yeah
0: the idea of like you know trying to save his mom and who the actual enemy is and which is you know they take it more from the comic and this kind of divulges in a big way that i don't think works at all I-, I think it suffers because the show did it so well and you know
2: the show's gone off the rails admittedly like it's not you know by the yeah, end it I wasn't mean, great. let's not kid around because the flash tv show Flew off the rails a long, long time ago. That thing is goofy as hell. But the first couple of seasons were actually quite good, which is what you can say for a lot of the CW shows are pretty good until they're not. (laughs) And when it specifically dealt with this story, like this
0: idea of going back in time and like saving his mom, it's good. It's like really good narrative storytelling. I want to like hypothesize that this suffers because they wanted to change that. They wanted to, right, switch up who the enemy is.
2: All right. I mean, It's weird because they don't even tell you who kills his mom in this movie. Unless I'm crazy, right? They
0: don't tell you. You No, no. That mystery does not get solved in this movie. No, I think the movie is implying that it's just, like, random people. Just someone who comes in and, like, stabs her.
2: Don't... Think that's what it's implying. I no. do think it's probably still the Reverse Flash, and they just didn't bother explaining any, any yeah. of that. It's just
0: so weird. At this moment, it's, it's not weird. him, so I'm just gonna believe it's some random murder. You know
1: Joe chill. I mean? like, yeah, Joe Chill. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it gets so heavily away from that. I kind of like that actually. Like if you're gonna do time travel shit, you got to do some paradox shit, right? Like that kind of goes with the genre, and like it makes sense that you know his younger self is unable to let go and accept that people have to die much like miles morales actually
0: yes i was gonna bring that up
2: too, this is yeah. the same fucking plot line right Dude, yep. this movie suffers so, so bad. bad after mm-hmm. across the spider-verse yep. it's not even funny yeah yeah
1: like i mean this is a canon event right <laughs> yeah. yeah basically like it's they're, the same they're talking fucking thing, the same right? thing
2: yep
0: an event that cannot be prevented, right? And it has to happen. And like in this story, it does the very typical comic book, very flash thing where he lets it go, right? He has to like just let it go and let his mom die versus Miles Morales. Like I feel it's trying to tell a different story, right? Push the boundaries of what we believe of this character. Absolutely. Push a narrative that's, different than what I would be expecting, versus this Flash is just playing to a T of what his story, I guess, is.
2: So, I don't mind that. I don't think that's a bad thing, playing to the convention of, like, oh, you gotta let the past go. If you do that well, it's fine. Agree. the execution is so bad. I like the Time Paradox Barry portion of the ending. I think the execution is just so horrible that, like, it totally overtakes how kind of neat that is you know what I mean and this is what I want to say about like the thematic bankruptcy of this movie because the whole thing of this movie is that you got to let go of the past and you know you got to move on but this movie refuses to move on within its own production. You know, you're bringing back Michael Keaton's Batman. You're bringing back all these rubbery-faced CGI fucking monstrosities. Let's not even talk about how bad some of these cameos are and how tasteless they are. The movie itself will not let go of... The past. The past. The nostalgia. Yeah. It really wants you to gobble all this shit up. It wants to press all these nostalgia buttons for you. And it's just so empty and it's so hollow
1: and it just feels bad. Yeah, this is definitely the worst thing about the movie. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost not diegetic, though, right? Like, it's almost outside of the movie. It's yeah. Just like knowing that this is what they wanted to do with it. It's like, oh, like, we could use in the are in a multiverse, perfect opportunity to dump in some meaningless cameos and meaningless Easter eggs that all look like shit. And I'll be honest, if the movie looked better, I feel like they would have pulled a lot of this off, right? If Nick Cage Superman looked cool, or like you know, they weren't doing unholy necromancy to like <laughs> get the images of dead actors who wouldn't want to be in this movie in their movie. If they weren't doing that, they'd get away with some of the Easter Egg stuff, right? Like some of it's kind of cool. I was also
0: very confused. Why is it Superman that we're seeing? This is a Flash story. This is another great. You point. had this opportunity to like and maybe it's because the cw already did this but pull in some of these flashes that we know like bring in grant gustin
2: dude it was so rude to not bring in grant gustin for this yeah yeah and to get plastic-faced fucking cgi nick cage for a movie that does not even exist this movie does not exist and Fucking Nick Cage Superman fighting a robot spider, if you'd ask someone who is not terminally online or knows anything about reproduction, they're going to be like, what the fuck is that? And then they're like, oh, we actually brought in Nicolas Cage to do this. He's actually in the movie. No, he is not. You cannot tell me that fucking dead-eyed monstrosity is real Nicolas Cage. There's no way. It's the ugliest fucking CGI Nick Cage face I've ever seen. It looks so bad. And it looks just as bad as the Christopher Reeves one yeah. that was right next to it, and it just doesn't make any sense. All the Superman make a cameo in a Flash movie, and they're yeah. all doing the same thing, witnessing, I don't know, the collapse of the multiverse. But then, all of a sudden, Nick Cage Superman gets a 45-second action sequence against yeah. a robot spider, which really has nothing to do with the Without movie anything. or even the character whatever yeah it's so baffling to me i mean we were talking about how rude
0: it is to greg gustin but like okay then you've made this decision to bring all the superman back brown and Ralph's not that rude like you don't even show henry cavill like come on guys like give the man yeah, a little same. respect
2: dude it's pretty fucking disrespectful <laughs> yeah. and i mean like i don't know it's just ethically bad too christopher reeves is really tasteless George Reeve is even more tasteless. The yeah, guy that's awful. ate his own gun because he got typecast as playing Superman and because he never wanted to play Superman again. And you throw him in there. I don't know. Brandon Routh is the Christopher Reeve Superman. If people don't realize, right? That is that's a direct true. sequel true. to Superman 4 or whatever. So you just use him. Use him. I don't know. Bring back. John Wesley Shipp as The Flash, yeah, you know? Grant Gustin, who played The Flash for, like, almost a decade. Like, give the man a little credit, too. And he's pretty decent, even though the show flew off the rails, like we said. But, you know, he was the definitive version of that character for a whole decade on TV. So, I don't know. Throw him a
1: little bone. I think that you made a really good point, Derek, about how this is a Flash movie that's not really so much about, like, where are the Flash villains, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The rogues. Yeah, his yeah. rogues. Yeah, his Captain Colds and whatnot. Like, where are all those guys? Nobody. You know? Instead,
2: you get Zod. Michael get Zod. Shannon. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. You get
1: a Superman villain. Like, it's just, what?
2: First of all, Michael Shannon ate that shit up in Man of Steel, hamming it up for oh, the whole movie. So terrible. Totally phoned in here. Flat nothing. as
1: fuck. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Giving you nothing in this one. Then it also reminds you of how cool and scary the kryptonians were in man of steel yeah because the effects look so good and their super speed looks so good and it looks like shit here yeah so it just suffers by comparison
2: all right also kind of related to that how bad does barry's super speed look why does it look like that why is he like gliding in slow motion but he's moving super fast it looks bad because i think what the cw show it's a little goofy he does like the hummingbird like he's moving really fast But at least he looks like he's running fast, right? Like, this Mm -hmm. gliding, ice skating look looks bad. I don't like it. (laughs) I mean, that's just a nitpick, but it does not make him look fast. Like, where's all the cool super speed stuff from the Snyder Cut, right? You remember that scene where he's saving the scientists and the rubble's falling and he catches all the rubble? It's just this lightning sparking and, like, it's instant. And it looks really, really cool. Like, they really planned out how that looked. There's none of that here.
0: Jeff, I think you're forgetting The Flash won the Oscar for best fan moment, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's because of that run. So I don't think you have an argument, Jeff. Was that the fan moment for the Oscars? Was it the Flash I thought moment? it was the Flash going back in time. Wasn't that the fan moment that took over the Oscars two years ago? Okay, so that was like a really confusing part of this movie. And I partially forgotten. I'm pretty sure maybe you guys forgot too, is that He knows that he can travel back in time. In the Snyder Cut, he's like, oh, don't do the thing that you know you're not supposed to do, Barry, but let's do it now. Let's go back in time to save my friends. And in this movie, he's never traveled back in time, and it's like this weird thing that he learns
1: how to do. I didn't even remember that.
2: It's even worse because in the movie, they mention him going back in time, and then they act like him going back in time is a new thing. Yeah. Because Ben Affleck's Batman is like, oh, remember that thing you did in Ukraine? You know? Like, that's what that is. So, first of all, unrelated, but that means that the Snyder Cut is canon, and Justice League is not canon, by the way, <laughs> <Yes>. right? <'Cause...
1: laughs> Justice League, Because he
2: doesn't travel back in time in the Joss Whedon version, right? That's only a Snyder Cut thing. So if they reference yes. that, then the Snyder Cut is canon, which I think is kind of fun. A little respect on Zack Snyder's name, which I kind of like. Yeah. Uh, maybe like the one thing I like about this movie. But I don't know. There's just so many inconsistencies that they just put no thought into. They make a huge deal in the beginning, like, oh, he's got to eat. He's even got, like, a little meter on his hand that he's like, oh, if you don't have enough calories, you're going to fucking pass out and lose all your energy and, like, drop out of the speed force or whatever. You can't not eat. I think they just did it for the gag where he's eating burritos and shit from the vending machine in the baby catching scene, which looks fucking awful. And then... They never bring it up again at any time in the movie.
0: Well, there's also this running gag where, like, I guess the younger Barry is always constantly eating spaghetti. Like, for some reason, he's always somehow eating spaghetti. Like, his mom's spaghetti and then Michael Keaton's he's spaghetti. He's like M. Yeah, Eminem.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: <Mom's> spaghetti.
1: spaghetti. <laughs> I didn't even get that to right now. Okay. Um, so, I want to say one good thing about. Yes, I was going to say, let's, I was going to get into some good things. <laughs> okay, one good thing about the baby scene then is the fact that it's like a bunch of babies each faced with this awful peril is hilarious. It's like a baby that's just like a bunch of scalpels and knives. And then the other baby is like about to fly directly into like
2: a propane tank. A propane flame tank? Or yeah, like, dude, that's all so
1: funny. That really made me laugh.
0: I like the middle of this movie a little bit, only because I do like the dynamic between older Barry and younger Barry. And, like, older self having to teach his younger self how Again, to, like, be the Flash. I like the
2: concept. I think the execution is bad.
0: I like the, you know, the joke where the younger Barry, to save older Barry's life, moves him really fast, but doesn't know not to do that. You know, older Barry throws up. I thought that
1: was kind of funny. You know, stuff like that, I thought worked for I me. think young Barry is insufferable. <laughs> He's incredibly annoying, but... The dynamic does still kind of work for me. I'm kind of, like, halfway in between. Like, he is incredibly annoying, but it kind of works.
0: He's a kid who, like, is now learning he's going to be
1: a superhero, doesn't know how to use his powers. Like, kind of works for me. From his perspective, this shit is insane, right? Like, a clone of you shows up and says you're a superhero in the future and drags you to go forcibly get superpowers. He's entitled to be a little bit weird and obnoxious. He's had a rough day.
2: And what's with the choice with his laugh? like every five seconds he's like hey, hey, hey. <laughs> like what the fuck is that that's so fucking annoying was that a choice to give him that laugh yeah. it's so fucking i think it's
1: like a nervous
0: obnoxious. ingratiating
1: yeah i don't know
0: i will say though that i think the best part about the flash in the justice league is that he is a little bit fresh right compared to someone like ben affleck's batman or like henry cavill or wonder woman right who they all kind of know how to be heroes and like Some of the best moments of Justice League, you know, is when Batman's like, just save one person, Mm -hmm. you know, when he's like kind of learning how to be a hero, a better hero himself. But like for him to then switch and be like the ultra serious Flash, I think that dynamic does lose me a little bit Uh, where he's supposed to be now this experienced veteran that is teaching himself. That doesn't work. But I think the gags of him not knowing exactly how to control his powers, like, you know, the clothes on flyer, I thought it was kind of funny. Like I said, the vomiting was kind of funny. Like,
2: you know, I I think some of it does work. I'm somewhat with you there. All right. I mean, stay with me. I'm going to start praising this movie (laughs) a little bit. And, you know, separating art from artists and whatnot. Because I actually do think Ezra Miller is the best part of this movie. I think there are things that they do here that are almost on the verge of working. Where I think the bad screenplay really gets in the way. But I think... They do an okay job where I can see that they can probably put forth, like, a good performance if they had the right tools yes. with them. You know so what yeah. I mean? So what worked
1: for you, then? What worked?
2: I kind of liked older Barry having to, like, grow up in the face of his younger self. I know it's very stark and... It's not very, you know, consistent with how he's been acting in the past, but that mentorship where he's suddenly, you know, more mature, telling young Barry what he's doing wrong and like scolding him. And it, it kind of works for me. I think they pull it off for the character. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> if the script wasn't so jank, I think we would have had something there. But I don't know. Yeah. People are like, Oh, Michael Keaton's Batman is so amazing. What about this Michael Keaton's Batman? reminds you of the tim burton movies absolutely nothing
1: nothing nothing
2: there's nothing there there's none of the aesthetic there you can't even say it's the same character and they're introducing michael keaton's batman and sasha kai's supergirl i was like oh they're like the new big additions nope fucking dead two seconds after they were like introduced not like two seconds but you know what i mean right they're just unceremoniously killed And then they treat that as, like, a canon event, too. Like, you can't prevent that. They're just fucking dead. You know what I mean? And it's just so lazy and rushed and just meaningless.
1: So, along with them, like, the letting the past go and letting people die thing, so... Is the implication that younger Barry's universe is just fucked?
2: That's what they say, right? This universe is just fucked, and you just gotta let it go.
1: That doesn't sit fucking right with me. It doesn't fucking weird. It's super unsatisfying. Superhero movie. Like, what does that fucking mean? Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. Like, in Enter the Spider Verse, Miles is like, "Fuck that! I'm not letting my fucking dad die." And that's one guy. This is like a planet, or like billions of people. And the Flash is like, "Oh." Nah, gotta take the L. They're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> gotta take the L. That makes no sense.
0: Okay, well, then my question is that, does the younger Barry's universe exist only because Barry went back in time? Or is this a multiverse theory where this universe exists no matter what and he just gets pushed into it? Dude, no fucking idea.
2: Derek, you're putting... <laughs> Nine thousand times more thought into this movie than any oh. writer or producer oh, or actor don't even or anything. Understand. Okay,
0: <laughs> I understand he makes spaghetti so that he can fucking give the uh, multiverse, multiverse
2: explanation. Explanation,
0: Michael but fuck, make gazpacho. That is a thing from Batman Returns, right? Where he drinks gazpacho. And he's like, what is this? It's like cold soup. Learn something from Alfred, right? Play to the nostalgia a little bit. Yeah. i just like, dude, put a little bit more thought. Also, there's a back to the future joke that is used way too often in this movie. You literally have a person get struck by lightning, have like a fucking cord get disconnected and like Supergirl has to hold it together and lightning goes through her or something. Pay off the back to the future. What are you guys doing? Ah, it's so frustrating. It's almost there. Some of these jokes and some of these like...
2: I don't need more pop culture references. Cut all that shit entirely. But if you're going to do it, do it right?
0: Don't just be super lazy about this. I don't know. No, yeah, that's another way to approach it. Like, cut it out.
2: Yeah, and like every multiverse story in the history of the world does the Eric Stoltz Back to the Future thing, right? Like, Fringe did it. This movie did it. I'm sure there are a bunch of others that did it, too. Why is that?
1: Was he supposed to be Eric Stoltz? Was he supposed it was. to be Marty McFry? So you didn't know that.
2: No, he dropped out of the movie, and then Michael J. Fox took over. My understanding okay. was that he was not great in the role and they
0: recast mm. him. He almost finished the movie, apparently. He had filmed so much that they had to basically, once they recast yeah. him, they had to reshoot the entire movie. But thank you, Amir, for like not knowing that because that's another point. As many people that don't know about the Nicolas Cage Superman, I think more people do know about the Eric Stoltz. But that's like another fact where just you're playing on this joke that I don't even know how many people understand this
2: joke that you're trying to set up right now. I don't know. It's just these decisions don't make any sense to me. Michael Keaton, that is the wrong demographic, too. Like, that's not even millennial. You know, that's... Older than millennial. That's like Gen X almost, boomers or whatever. Michael Keaton's Batman, you know? Like for this to play to the nostalgia of its audience, you got to bring back Christopher Nolan's, you know, Christian Bale Batman, right? That's the one that would make sense. Yes. If you're trying right? to get like the millennial, yeah. Talking about that, so getting to like one of the
0: final scenes of this movie, right? So Barry. Saves the world, right? He resets everything, you know, by letting his mom die. And when he gets back to presumably his world, he gets a call from Bruce Wayne. Oh, I'm pulling up. I'll be right there, Barry. And then...
2: Okay, okay, okay. so here's the part where I don't know if I got the correct ending. Okay, so who comes out
0: of the car,
2: Jeff? There's no way this is the right ending. There's no way, right? It's George Clooney, and then the movie ends with Ezra Miller's tooth falling out. Yeah, yep, that's it. That's
1: what happens. No fucking way. That's the <laughs> ending to
2: the movie? No yep. way.
0: Yeah. They had me fooled because I was like, okay, this is the perfect opportunity to do Christian Bale. Like, I really thought it was actually going to be Christian Bale. That maybe they convinced him to at least come back for like one scene. But George Clooney is a pull.
2: The movie literally ends with his tooth falling out of his head. That's it? Yeah. That's what that's I That's the real ending. That's not the fake out ending. Nope. No, I don't remember anything else after that.
0: Yeah, no except for the you know post credits which is terrible which we could talk about too I'm just you can't see me but I'm just sitting here in fucking <laughs> shock yeah. so jeff have you done research what was the fake ending
2: there was a bunch of stuff with sasha kais supergirl and michael keaton at the court steps I don't know what else there is. I need to look into what the other alternate endings are. Wait, so you're are.
0: saying there's screenings where people saw those characters at the CinemaCon. end?
2: Cinemacon. I think the Cinemacon one got a different ending, which was probably the first screening that they did for the public. And they really wanted to keep that George Clooney <laughs> cameo secret? Whatever. Wow,
1: That's so funny. So I will say, unless this is a dumb, abrupt ending to a movie... I did like that it was George Clooney there, that, that he wasn't back to the Ben Affleck timeline, right? Mm-hmm. Because he changed the past. He, like, moved where the can was so his dad's face would be visible on camera. So he changed the past in order to try and get his dad out of jail. And he did it, and he thought he was able to still do that and be back in his timeline. Wrong, bitch. You're in the wrong timeline still <laughs> because you're still fucked with time. And I like that. I like that they carried that through. I did think that was good. I like yeah. You like, like that, but like time he still didn't movie. learn his
2: lesson. Wasn't he supposed to learn his lessons? Like you don't fuck with the past, and then in the end he still does it one
1: last time. Well, I'm glad that his being an idiot is has not like repercussions by the movie. Yes, yeah, yes. that they okay, like okay, okay, They're fair. like following through with their own time travel laws or whatever. Like I, I like that.
0: Yeah, because in this world, like George Clooney seems to come up to him like, "Oh, we're friends," but like he doesn't know who this Batman is, right? So he calls Ben Affleck's Batman like his best friend. I mean, I guess the consequence is that he lost his best friend in this, you know? Yeah. Who really cares?
1: Well, he's still not in his own fucking world. Maybe it's not a complete dystopia. We don't know yet. Yeah, we
0: don't know the ramifications. We don't know
1: yet. Like, is there another Barry in this world? There very well fucking might be. Yeah. is Or is this kid's world now changed? I think his world is now changed, and the implication
0: is that he just—it was not of a, a big as of effect as Zod
1: coming. It's not a new world where there'd be another alternate Barry. It's his world, and he's in the right time. Oh, that's I see. What you're I don't think it makes sense, right?
2: Because if he went back in time to the timeline where his mom lived, and there's another Barry there, if he did this and he went back to the future, there should
0: be another Barry. There should be
2: another, that's another what Barry I, that's there. What I'm right? Yeah, yeah. Again, I don't know. Again, I think you guys are putting. 10,000 times thought. more thought than any of
1: the writers of this movie did. There's a lot of shit in this that does not make like Like, as I'm giving credit for the thing that I thought made sense and maybe doesn't, but I, I did like that they're trying to follow through with the time travel. There's a lot of shit that, like, makes no sense. and just happens so the plot can keep going. Like, why does Barry lose his powers and then new Barry gain them? Who knows? Why yeah. does dousing yourselves in chemicals and getting hit by lightning give you the flash powers again sometimes? Who knows? Things just kind of happen. Supergirl hates them and then decides, actually, no, wait, I like you guys now. Like, what? Just even things like, how long has Supergirl been there? Why does she speak English? Is she an American who's, like, imprisoned in Russia? Or is she a Russian alien, like some Red Sun shit? You know what I mean? Like, why didn't she speak Russian? That would have been cool. I don't know. There's just so much shit that just happens in this movie.
2: Yeah. Sometimes they're like, oh, butterfly effect, and then other times they just don't give a shit about that at all. Like, yeah, you went back in time and saved your mom, what, 20 years ago? And the same exact sequence of chemicals are on that shelf for that lightning to strike you on the same day that it did in your world? There's no fucking way. Yeah, that made no I mean? fucking sense. That doesn't make any sense either. I don't know. It's just pretty fucking stupid. But I will say that I really did like Michael Keaton's explanation of time travel and the yes. multiverse yeah. with the Fulcrum, too. which mm-hmm. really actually makes sense to me. And I really kind of dig that because, you know, that's what I was thinking, like, Oh, if I went back in time only to this point, why does it affect, you know, this Michael Keaton Batman's origin, which was another 30 years in the past? And him saying that it's like a fulcrum that, you know, goes even further backwards yeah, and forwards. Ways, yeah. yeah. Which I really liked. I thought that was
0: pretty smart. And that's why I said, like, I think that's why I understand he makes spaghetti, because the analogy itself is pretty yeah, strong. Yeah. Especially when he shows the bowl, right, A spaghetti, where it's like, well, some of them are kind of, like,
2: going the same yeah, way, but then yeah, some yeah. of them overlap.
0: I thought that was actually kind of clever.
2: I, like, perked up in the theater. I was like, huh, smart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where nothing else in the movie was like that. And I also want to say, like, the effects of Man of Steel on collateral damage in these superhero movies is so profound, you have no idea. Like, every single one of these movies after Man of Steel takes place in a desert, an abandoned building, a giant (laughs) field, just because they got so much shit for the collateral damage that the Kryptonians did in that movie, like, in the press and, like, the critics and stuff, like, oh, they just let so many fucking people die. I just think it's so fucking funny that now this movie is just fucking Siberian desert, no one's around, and... It's fucking ugly as shit. Horizon in the middle. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean?
0: That movie is the most influential thing the DCEU has ever done. Because it even affected, like, Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Do you guys remember, How like, so? Agent Ultron? Where, like, yeah. Civil War at the airport... Yeah, or like yeah, Age of Ultron where they're fighting in Johannesburg and like Iron Man's like, how many people are in that building? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, empty, yeah. boss. It's like, all right, buy it, and they, so he could destroy it.
2: You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: it's just those small lines. You're just like, oh my god, the ramifications of how much people yeah. care that a bunch of people died
1: in Man of Steel is like, Which people should care though, right? They like, should care. Supposed to matter, right? Superman. Not saving civilians is the thing that matters. Like collateral damage matters. Like if it's a 9-11 metaphor, that the fact that civilians are dying matters. It should matter.
0: So okay, did yeah. I
1: miss something in this
0: movie? Barry has this whole thing where he tells the story about the first time he tries to save people during the Saad incident. And like he couldn't save the dad, right? That dad mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, like, later in the movie, you see you them. You see them. And then you don't find out what happens to them. <laughs> he doesn't save them again? Like, why are you telling us a sad story where the dad dies? This time, you're not even there, right? You're off fighting over there. That was so funny to me. So that means the kid <laughs> and the dad died this time. You know? well, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's accepted that this whole universe is fucked, right? So, like, why so. Why worry about one kid and his dad? You're it's doing so funny. this whole planet to... I don't know, either die to Zod or, I don't know, go back into the quantum I think foam. you're right,
2: Amir, where, like, I think letting that whole universe die, it lends to, you know, like, oh, you, sometimes you gotta let go. Sometimes that's just the way things are, and you can't change things. But that is so unsatisfying for a superhero movie. It's insane! It's crazy <laughs> to me that they did that. They're just like, alright, you gotta take my L, like you said, you know? <laughs> it's so fucking funny.
0: I do want to talk about one more thing I did find kind of funny, when Barry loses his powers and he first realizes that he oh, lost his powers. Oh, he's running the wall. And when like he's running into the wall and he's like running in place the in the middle. comedy the, or whatever. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. I think they put a little lampshade on the idea that he does run super dumb. Like the way he looks when he runs is kind of dumb and when he's doing it in real time, it's silly. It's funny. That moment worked for me. Yeah, that was fine. Is there anything else you guys want to bring up about this movie?
1: It's just so disjointed. It just seems like things happening for no reason and looking really ugly. And I mean, not for no reason, just to move the plot along, but not necessarily making any logical sense. And I don't know, the Keaton Batman didn't really work for me. It wasn't super cool and it wasn't super nostalgic. A lot of the elements just didn't come together. It was just so pointless. Kind of liked the Supergirl character a little bit for what little we see of her. She's very... I like the character. There's nothing there. She's
2: nothing there. Yeah, nothing
1: there, but...
2: Another thing that really bugged me was, you know, the time travel CGI faces of the events occurring in front of him you know what i mean they're all weird fucking gummy cgi faces i
1: don't know why they look so his mom
2: his dad you know the guy who made his sandwich in the beginning of this movie they all recreate those things in like this kaleidoscope thing where you know they're fucking just Ugh, they look so creepy and corpse-like why do they do that first of all you film the scene with the real people Like, the real footage is right there. Why don't you just duplicate that? Why does it have to be this recreation? It looks so bad.
0: The only thing I can think of is just they were like, okay, if we're going to do Christopher Reeves and... uh, They better all look bad. (laughs) Yeah, right? Because they they were like, Christopher Reeves is not going to look great. If we create a CG Christopher Reeves, it's not going to look great. So let's reverse engineer this and make them all look terrible. Make it look purposeful and it just looks terrible. That's the only explanation I can think for that. It looks... Terrible when he goes into the speed force or whatever, and he's like turning back time. It's just, it looks terrible.
2: I kind of like the design of the dark paradox, Barry, though. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He keeps going back and he gets more like Kryptonian metal shards stuck in him until yeah. he's like unrecognizable yeah. and like this demon flash. It's pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It's a cool, it's, a yeah. it's a cool design. It's a cool design. Yeah, I'll admit that. I mean, as Except much as here's I don't the think thing
1: just like fucking Killmonger, Demon Flash was right. Why are you letting my world of six billion people die? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Are you so sure we can't figure this shit out? We have literally infinite tries, bro. You're sure we can't figure this out? I don't know, man. Also, it doesn't help
2: that you're trying to save Michael Keaton, Batman, and Supergirl when they're acting like idiots. Their deaths are completely preventable. Oh, my Batplane is on fire, uh, I'm not going to land it. I'm just going to crash it and fucking kamikaze into the Kryptonian ship or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then, I don't know, fighting the Kryptonian brute, that's the second way he gets killed. There's definitely ways that you can, I don't know, figure this shit out. Like you said, infinite tries. There's no way Batgirl's worse than this, right? I think they shelved the wrong movie. (laughs) There's no way Batgirl's worse than this. I cannot believe they put all the chips on this movie. Yeah. It's wild. I think all the hype people and the promoters and, like, the studio, they did everything to promote this movie, pull out all the stops, and then all they had to do is watch the movie and be like, uh, it's not worth it. I feel like nobody actually even watched this thing. Because if they did, there's no way they would be heaping praise on this thing. There's no way. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Ezra Midler's more wanted by the FBI than, like, I don't know, Nucky Thompson or some shit. Yeah, why aren't they in jail? Why are they defending them so (laughs) hard? Yeah. Yeah. For this? Yeah. It just smells. The whole situation just smells. If this had been, like, a complete banger, I would have been like, all right, fine. They, like, broke a billion with this. It's so good. James Gunn's going to get fired again, and they're going to redo the Snyderverse. Like, if it had been so super amazing, like, I don't know, fucking Superhero Citizen Kane or some shit. Yeah. You know, you could get it. It's not even mid. It's bad. It's like one of the bad ones. It's one of the bad ones. Yeah. And it feels like for a movie that was supposed to come out a million years ago, very undercooked.
2: Yeah. The way they were gassing this thing up, I was ready to pull out the... Bad people can make good art argument. And right? Then, yeah. Whew, didn't have to do that. <laughs> Thank God I didn't have to do that. Keeping your dodge, dodge a Dodge yeah.
0: some batarang there. <laughs> <laughs> dodge a batarang. Uh, uh, you know, that's another funny scene I did like. I did like the kitchen scene where, you know, young Barry with powers was able to like, skate by versus old Barry was getting his ass kicked because he didn't have yeah, powers. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah, thought that was yeah. pretty funny. I thought that was pretty funny. Okay, last thing. I, we're running a little late, but last thing is I can't believe I stayed for this goddamn fucking post
1: credit stinger I, did it. I took your advice and I, I dipped early it is terrible it's just
0: barry hanging out with drunk aquaman and the only reason why we're seeing this is to hint at the audience that jason momoa is going to be aquaman no matter what that was it. That was the whole purpose, and it was just, oh my god, this is not worth. He my falls time. asleep in a puddle. The yeah, end. and like this was not worth my time. So if you had that one-two yeah.
2: punch of his tooth falling out, and then this post-credits with Man is yeah. just like, oh, that's fucking. I don't know. Gal Gadot's in this as Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, for I forgot five that seconds. For, Forgot about that.
1: She might have the most unimpeachable performance in the movie because she's in it for like two
2: seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Her lines are pretty bad, too, though. That
1: Lasso Truth gag. Ugh, yeah. Ugh. Never mind. I changed my mind. Fuck that. And then,
2: yeah. and then she goes, Lasso Truth. You know what it does. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to fucking impale myself with a straw if I have to hear lines like that. Oh, my God.
0: Well, I think we've kind of uh, beaten this movie down as much as we can. Gave it a little praise, but uh, mostly I think all of us do agree that this is not a great movie, and the box office is reflecting that, and scores I think are generally you know reflecting that, and this review is reflecting that. I think
2: uh, I stand by that. This is probably the worst one out of all of them. I think this is worse than like Halle Berry's Catwoman, what fucking mm-hmm. Shax Steel. Steel? Oh my god! All right, you're <laughs> so going too hard. bad. Jonah Hex. Now, this is recency bias. No. Those movies don't have this thematic and moral bankruptcy. All right, like the
1: grotesque necromancy.
2: Yeah, and, like, completely flying in the face of your own message. There's none of that. I think there's, like, a camp appeal. Don't get me wrong. Those movies suck ass. They're terrible. But, I don't know. I just don't get that grimy, scuzzy, bad feeling watching those movies. They're just bad. But this one feels bad, I think. This one feels... It's not right. The backlash against the bringing the dead actors back to life, is it overblown a little bit? Maybe. I think so. Because the cameos are only like three or four seconds. It is fucking morally bankrupt and it's a ghoulish. fucking nasty thing to do. It's gross. It's ghoulish. It's ghoulish. I fucking hate it. But it's not like the Michael Keaton stuff is better. They didn't put any effort into that to make us you know, feel anything about why you were bringing him back. Hitting any of that nostalgia that you get with a Tim Burton movie is like, there's none of that. It's just empty. Like, this whole movie is just running on empty. Sorry, I'm just going off. (laughs) No, no. And I honestly,
0: I mean, you've said it earlier, I I can't get over the fact that you're right. There are absolutely no Flash villains in this. You know, the fact that they changed it to not be reverse Flash, so they essentially just don't have any establishment of the actual Flash world. It's just relying so much on what we've already known and seen that they don't want to develop this character further. It's just very telling about how they're treating their characters.
2: One last thing I want to bring up is they actually had all the ingredients for a great Flashpoint movie, and they did nothing with it.
1: Okay, do tell. Pitch us. So, (laughs) (laughs) you
2: got Gal Gadot, you got Jason Momoa as Wonder Woman and Aquaman. They're huge players. They're like these fascist rulers of their Themyscira and Atlantis fighting each other. You got Thomas Wayne in an actually good actor, Jeffrey Dean Morgan from Batman v Superman. Bring him back as Thomas Wayne, you know, from the Flashpoint timeline. You can do all that stuff. You had all the ingredients there. All that stuff is already baked into the universe, and you just decided to do this instead? It doesn't make any sense. To see, like, different versions
0: of the heroes that we already do, let them play a little bit, let them ham it up a little bit.
2: And, like, I really like the Flashpoint ending where... You know, Thomas writes a letter to Bruce and then Flash brings it back to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could have had that. That would have been amazing. I would have loved that. With Ben Affleck, missed opportunity.
1: They decided we needed the Nicolas Cage fighting a spider instead.
2: Yeah, we needed George Clooney watching... Ezra Miller's tooth fall out of their head
1: <laughs>
2: I cannot believe that's the last thing we see in this movie before the credits can't believe that's the last words that we're going to get out of this uh, podcast
0: So, <laughs> Jeff, where can people find more of your work?
2: You can find me on my blog at strangeharpers.com where I did not review The Flash I just don't have the energy to but you can find me on my blog at strangeharpers.com and you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Strange Harbors. What about you guys?
1: You can find me in the alternate reality where this movie was good. What about Ooh. you, Derek?
2: Uh, you can find me at The World's Kids Photos on
0: Instagram. But if you like this podcast, the easiest way to support our show is to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other, other popular apps. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, please do us a favor and give us a great rating. It really helps to get our voices out to more people.
2: Yeah, if any questions, comments, suggestions on our episode on the flash feel free to shoot us an email at jeff at strange harbors.com. we like getting listener mail sometimes we read it on the pod so with that we will see you guys next week
1: see you next week everybody
2: see you guys then